0: 1103, you're listening to KGNU, Boulder, Denver, and Fort Collins. This is the morning sound alternative here in the uh, Boulder studio, and we are so thrilled to welcome uh, Jamie Stone here to the Boulder studio. Banjo player, vocalist, instigator, <laughs> creative force. Good to see you, Jamie.
1: Good to be here, always.
0: Yeah, this is uh So we're uh, really exciting to uh to have you here to uh we're going to talk a bunch about your new record jamie stone's folk life which uh and we're also going to mention that you're uh going to be playing tomorrow night in lions at the wildflower pavilion and uh but i want to just kind of start things off with so the so this new record jamie stone's folk life beautiful liner notes like everything you do i guess and uh you know i just love this opening that uh uh this this is uh your writing. It occurred to me that field recordings are more like heirloom seeds. A visionary farmer from a bygone era stored seeds in the hope that some future cultivator might come along and make a discovery. And uh, and this record is sort of all those discoveries, I guess.
1: Yeah, um, you know, it it's sort of a. Next step after this record, I made called Jamie Stone's Lomax Project, where we were focusing specifically on songs um recorded by the great folklorist Alan Lomax. Um, and on this record, Though probably two-thirds of the record come from Lomax Field Recordings, we branched out a little bit, opened the aperture a bit (laughs) wider, and uh, included work from other folklorists. But the concept is still really similar, essentially dusting off old recordings, field recordings, largely um, recorded on acetate discs and later stereo uh, magnetic tape. But uh, old songs... um, kept in archives, many of which um, have never been in circulation. They haven't been digitized. They're not available on record. They're, um, you know, uh, gathering dust on shelves. And once in a while, an academic will go in and listen to something to write a paper on. And, and so I um, spent a bunch of time at the Library of Congress trying to find some of these old gems and then brought them to my group of really creative, forward-thinking musicians who use them as a jumping-off point for brand-new arrangements.
0: And, it, yeah, and they're beautiful tunes, some of which... Yeah, obviously I'd never heard before, and uh, they're from, and they're not just from. I think we think of Alan Lomax as being kind of Appalachian uh, song collecting, but really there's 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 a remarkable breadth here.
1: Yeah, you know, one of the things that I really wanted to capture is the incredible diversity of roots music. Um, I'm perfectly comfortable with you know roots music and folk music, <laughs> you know, meaning this. Uh, incredible uh, a variety of styles you know and, and even if you look at the field notes from these old field recording trips from the 1930s or the you know late 50s and you see like sometimes they would you know record uh, you know a chain gang um, on a you know prison work farm and then drive an hour um, to a a square dance, you know, up in the hills (laughs) and then, you know, cross over and record, you know, Mississippi Hill Country Blues. And then the next day they'll be in a church recording shape note singing. And so you get this like saturday night sunday morning you know kind of uh um transition you know there's sacred and secular and um you know wild stuff from the caribbean that has all these african inf- influences and then you know straight ahead old time music and and everything in
0: between very cool and and this record really reflects that i mean that you know there's there's cappella tunes on here and there's uh there's tunes with very modern arrangements, but then there's there's uh, some Caribbean stuff. And I think the, the first tracks, so we're going to play some tracks from the record here. And uh, why don't you talk about this first track that we're going to play?
1: Yeah, well, this is one that I, I found with the express purpose of finding a song where the original instrumentation matched uh, the group a little oh, bit. Because wow. most of the time we take acapella songs So we just have lyric and melody, and we bring everything else to the table. So it's they're kind of blank slates in a way for a band. Um, But uh, Mora, who sings on this track, also plays accordion, and I was wondering if there was an accordion and banjo feature. (laughs) Nice. And uh, and there was there was only one session um, where you could find both, Uh, maybe for 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 the best. I don't know. Um, (laughs) And uh, and it's from uh, the Caribbean island of Dominica. and uh, it's uh, an incredible recording, sung in this mishmash of you know French and English and Creole, um, and uh, it's a, a really kind of fun, catchy tune.
0: Yeah, I can't I can't wait to hear this right now. So we are, uh, this is the KGNU Morning Sound Alternative. We're talking with Jamie Stone right now, and we're gonna uh, play a track here from his latest CD, Jamie Stone's Folk Life, here on Listener Supported KGNU. Mm-hmm. This is the KJNU Morning Sound Alternative. Just heard a wonderful track from uh, Jamie Stone's Folklife CD. We are uh, joined here in the Boulder Studio by uh, Jamie Stone, the uh, banjo player, song collector, band leader, and uh, put together this wonderful record. Yeah, we were just talking about the percussion instrument in that tune. It's so interesting. I'd not heard of this before.
1: Yeah, it's called the Marimbula, um, and uh, it... It's found all over the Caribbean and Jamaica. It's used in Mexican music, too, um, and in Cuban music a lot. Uh, I think it originated in Cuba. And it basically is like a giant bass thumb piano um, <laughs> and that you sit on like a cajon um although i think joe uh the bass player who had never played one before he <laughs> he agreed to be the one to play it um and uh he actually sat on the floor right in front of it and kind of crouched down oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and played it um but it's a really really cool sound
0: neat neat so so in addition to to unearthing all these tunes there's also the the instruments are what was your idea how did the idea for using that instrument in this tune was that in the original recording
1: uh it wasn't but there there's a similar instrument in the original recording and the idea actually came because there was one in the rehearsal studio oh, that we were in when we were working on the song <laughs> and i was like wow look at that what does that sound like oh somebody somebody start playing that it's perfect for this <laughs> song um and, and then we just brought it to the studio and that was that i nice. had to tune it that took
0: a while tuning a wooden oh because there's there's metal like pieces. yeah, they're
1: they're uh, metal pieces, and you you can slide them in order to tune them, just like a thumb
0: piano. Cool, cool, cool. You know, uh, so one of the things I love about this record is it's it's a very positive, uplifting vibe. You know, in in lots of places, which uh, feels great to listen to right <laughs> now. I don't know, was that part of your as you're unearthing the songs? Was there a feeling that that's kind of the emotions you wanted to convey? Or there was, but I don't know that it was
1: conscious. Um, and you know. People can't see the artwork because this is radio, but it comes with a beautiful like 30 page booklet. And I commissioned um, this very brightly colored yeah. folkloric uh, artwork from a, um, a great artist named Camilla Perkins who lives in the UK. And it almost looks like Mexican folkloric art with like bright pinks and purples. And, um, and yeah, there was a sort of bright, uplifting uh, sensibility to the whole project and it, it it really sort of permeates the band, the core band that's on this is who nice. I tour with regularly, and um, we all sort of like it's like a love in in a way. We <laughs> love playing music together, and there's a real joy in the way that we um, make music together, and um, and also this collection of tunes. You know, um, there there's some um, there's some very moving stuff, but yeah, you're right. It all feels really positive, and I think you know. I guess a good thing to be sending out in the world these days exactly. more than ever.
0: Exactly. Uh, well, you know, one, one of the things I think that really embodies that is, uh, there's more love somewhere, which, uh, I guess the first, my first thing is I was listening to this record and uh, and I was like, oh cool, we got David Wilcox to sing on this, <laughs> and uh, then I realized, no, this is Jamie Stone who I'd never heard sing before, and it's beautiful vocals. What what was it like standing in front of a microphone for the first time?
1: Well, yeah, it was in fact my lead singing debut. I I sang backup vocals on the Lomax Project record. Um, it was uh, very humbling, um, <laughs> and also really exciting. You know, um, I think. I really felt connected to the songs and, um, and largely, you know, sang these songs because I was hearing them in a certain way. And although I sang, sing and work with amazing other people, I felt like there was something in them I wanted to express. And so I think coming from the feeling behind the song, um, you know, makes, um, uh, everything else kind of a lot easier. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I've been, um, Working on singing a lot in the last year and um and also you know it was really inspiring working with Mora and Felicity Williams, who's a an amazing singer from Toronto who sings in that group Bahamas yeah um, sure. and and watching them um in the studio was incredibly inspiring in fact, I went back in right after they recorded <laughs> their harmony vocals and and uh sang again because I just felt like oh yeah, okay i that they've, they've got it, you know, that's how you do it.
0: Nice. And, and we were talking earlier, you mentioned Tim O'Brien was one of the folks that kind of pushed you to. to
1: He was actually, I I remember the moment exactly. We were on the front porch of the, uh, Chautauqua here in (laughs) Boulder, um, working on the first ever Lomax project collaboration. And, um, I had brought in a, a song from the Georgia sea islands, um, and, uh, where there's a big call and answer. Um, and, uh, um, everybody's singing, and um I hadn't really thought about it. I just knew that I wanted to do that song, and Tim looked at me, and he's like, "Well, you're going to sing too, right <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> you don't and, say no to Tim
1: and you don't say no to Tim, and that was that, and so I just started singing um uh backup vocals and and then slowly um, stepped in front of the the big mic
0: very cool well uh so uh, we're going to check out the the tune there's more love somewhere uh but real quick, do you want to give a little background on this it's a It's a fascinating arrangement and but I'm sure sounds nothing like. <laughs> the original field recording but yeah well
1: the original field recording is um bessie jones who um was the leader of the georgia sea island singers who alan lomax recorded extensively and she's just a powerful voice she sang um spirituals and ring shouts and children's game songs and she really knew the deep history behind everything that she sang and really lived and breathed that um Gullah cultural tradition um And, uh, I heard a recording of this. Um, actually the recording is her sitting on the uh, foot of Alan Lomax's bed in Greenwich village, um, on this, uh, um, you know, um, kind of off the cuff intimate recording session. And, uh, um, and I always loved it. And and I, I remember listening to it and pulling up my banjo and just playing what later became the harmony to, to this, um, uh, just in an instant like the whole arrangement came together in my mind you know in in a matter of minutes Um, and so I love the way it turned out
0: nice nice Uh, this is uh, talking with Jamie Stone right now we're going to check out another track from his wonderful new CD Jamie Stone Folk Life this is uh, There is More Love Somewhere here on the KGNU Morning Sound Alternative
2: I'm gonna keep on till I find there is more peace somewhere, there is more joy somewhere, there is more joy somewhere.
3: Joy. Somewhere there is
2: happiness
0: Listening to tracks right now from Jamie Stone's Folk Life. That was a tune called There Is More Love Somewhere. And Jamie is joining us here in uh, the KGNU Boulder studio here in this morning, Sound Alternative. That was uh, Jamie on lead vocals on that just beautiful, beautiful song. We were, uh, I was telling Jamie I woke up with that song in my head the last couple days, and uh, yeah, I'll see how many of you folks out there feel the uh, same way. Uh, you know, So this record, so there's this idea of uh, listening to archival stuff. I, I'm, I'm wondering how that's different from... Uh, Is it it actually something about the songs being historic and not hearing it directly from someone, you know, firsthand? Is it a. Do you like the fact that there's a little bit of distance, that there's a a wax cylinder between you and the original? Right, yeah. Um,
1: I mean, there is something magical about the process of discovery and imagining what that time was like for them, and and that moment of them actually recording, you know, where they were, and the circumstances of their life, and and that time period. And so there's a lot, I think, that uh, um, sends my imagination spinning in a way that kind of opens me up to different things in the music. Um, And yeah, also, I think a lot of songs that get passed from person to person, which is a process I love, you know they've been filtered through a lot of modern versions and modern ears right, right. Um, and and oftentimes have been you know, the crooked songs have been straightened out and the, you know, l- lyrics that you can't hear that well have been, you know, um, uh, pushed aside and, um, things have gotten shorter and more succinct. And, um, and so it's nice to kind of go back to the raw material and, and sort of look for the oddities and the more arcane aspects of the arrangements and, um, and, and, and kind of draw those out in a way.
0: Sure. Yeah. You know, you know, I think of someone like Sam Lee, who I know you're mm-hmm. you're your friends with, who is is the actual song collector, and he makes a connection with the artist. And I mm-hmm. wonder if. Uh the stakes become too high, (laughs) you know, when when you know that the the person you're learning from the song is going to hear your reimagining.
1: Right, well, that's a special thing, song collecting, and and I would love to do that in a way, and I I think some of my process has to do with, you know, being from the north, um, Canada, that is, um, (laughs) and and also just not living in the south, um, so there's less access to um, the music that I really love. Um, But, yeah, that's a a really special thing. I remember... um, The first time that I met Mike Seeger, Mm -hmm. he gave a workshop at the Maryland Banjo Academy. This was right after I started playing banjo. Um, And uh, he had put out this record that I still think is the best banjo record of all time. Wow. uh, uh, Called Southern Banjo Sounds. And uh, every song he plays on a different banjo and every song came from a different person um, that he had met and recorded or knew for many years in some cases. And I remember he'd pull out an instrument, uh, sometimes even the instrument that it was originally recorded on that got passed to him when these people passed away and he would close his eyes for a moment and kind of channel the, the person, you know, it was like almost like a seance or something. (laughs) Um, and, and he would really sound different and play different, um, and really try and get inside their styles. And, um, so I have such respect for that and and it's very different from my process Mm -hmm. um in a way but um it's um i have a i I felt like i gained a similar reverence for the music even though i decided to approach it differently as a as a musician and arranger
0: sure yeah yeah and uh, you know i love the the cool directions that you take these songs we're gonna we're gonna play a tune now called uh buttermilk but there's uh there's gorgeous trumpet on this uh or not trumpet it's cornet from uh denver artist ron miles which i assume you probably didn't hear in the uh original nope. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's a couple uh, uh and this track also features dom flemonds uh founding member of carolina chocolate drops among other things who, who plays another unusual instrument that i'd never heard of
1: yeah he plays the quills uh, in addition to guitar and singing and the quills are uh they're cane reeds um and uh, they're they're basically like a pan pipe, uh, and it was a, a an early African American instrument um, that was often used in string band settings, or uh, you know with guitar. Um, Henry Thomas, um, who uh, the song "Charmin Betsy" comes from, along with many others, um, was a great Texas blues musician that um, played the quills really well. Played the quills,
0: played really the quills? Well. wow! Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, and looking at the liner notes, it says it's actually prepared banjo on this tune. What oh was yeah, the process on that.
1: Um, I actually have a piece of foam um that sits right under the strings in front of the bridge and it allows me to get a sort of palm muted sound like oh, okay. like West African guitar um or something but I can actually um play in such a way where I'm not dampening the strings that much just the the little bit of foam is doing that and so there's still a lot of resonance and it sounds much like a gourd banjo and for this song um Oh, I should mention too. Dom plays the the bones. Oh, the um, bones yes. And so with the quills and the bones, um, and and sort of referencing this uh, African American string band tradition, I wanted a, a banjo sound um, that was uh, a little darker and more like a sort of homemade gourd banjo.
0: Very cool. Very cool. We're gonna. Uh, if you're just joining us, this is the your Morning Sound Alternative. We're talking with Jamie Stone right now, uh, talking about. Uh, music from his new CD, Jamie Stone's Folklife. And uh, we're going to play a track, this track we've been talking about right now. This is a tune called Buttermilk, which features uh, Jamie on this prepared banjo and Dom Flemons and Ron Miles here on the KGNU Morning Sound Alternative. Mm-hmm. tom flemonds there on the lead vocal guitar quills and bones uh, we're listening to uh music right now from uh, jamie stone's folk life we are uh, this is the kgnu morning sound alternative and uh you yeah, really thrilled to have jamie stone joining us here in the boulder studio and uh you're holding something in your hands this time around it's a banjo it's a, <laughs> it's a banjo <laughs> uh yeah i'm so happy that i was able to <laughs> talk you into uh pulling out a banjo here it's uh Yeah, I I just love the banjo in in, uh, all this music. We've been talking mostly, you know, about the music and the arrangements, but then there's this whole, the musicianship side is so remarkable throughout. Like Ron Miles, the the interplay between you and Ron Miles on that last track was so cool. Very Mm -hmm. percussive and just these short, repeated phrases that just kind of grind into each other.
1: Yeah, he almost, like, sounds like a train, which is, you know, so unusual for his instrument. Like, he's (laughs) just one of those people that uh, completely... um, his his musical imagination uh, supersedes his instrument, you know. <laughs> right. He can evoke all these worlds that you would never normally associate with it.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, so we should mention that you're going to be playing tomorrow night at the Wildflower Pavilion in Lyons. And uh, this is a different band than, than you've been working with.
1: Yeah, Um So it's kind of like a combination of different projects. So I've played a lot with Tom Gershwin, who's a great trumpet player in Denver, uh, Jean-Luc Davis, who plays bass, Kevin Matthews, who plays drums and percussion, um, and then Natalie Tate, um, who we heard earlier, a great singer who also plays uh, Wurlitzer and electric guitar and synth. ...is going to join us. Um, and uh, so it'll be like almost like a, a little retrospective of my last several records. Very cool. Um, we'll do um, things from all those different worlds. Nice. And
0: this is your first Colorado show since the CD came out? So this is sort of a... Uh, yeah, so this was, will be like like the CD, CD release. release. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to that uh, at the end of the segment, so make sure you stick around for that. But uh, since we got this banjo in your hands, boy, uh, what do you want to do for us? I
1: thought I would play um, this song... Called That's All Right uh, comes from um, the South Carolina Sea Islands. Um, There was actually a little church on St. John's Island uh, called the Moving Star Hall always loved that name and um it was you know of course a a, a church on sundays but uh really active through the week um it was a a sort of cultural hub um community organizing um it was a really key place and community in the civil rights uh movement uh after african americans got the vote um they realized that they needed to register voters and fast um and uh um that that community was really a big part of doing that um in south carolina and and elsewhere in the south um, and uh, this song comes from a neighbor who lived right around the corner from the church um, and uh, um, I usually do it this lush grand arrangement but uh, <laughs> it's kind of nice to have the intimacy of just uh, voice and banjo here so
0: right, cool this is a uh, Jamie Stone live here in the KGNU Boulder studio
2: That's all right That's all right That's all right That's all right Since my soul Got a seat up in the kingdom That's all right oh, my, my mother How you walking alone Your feet are tired But the road is long Since my soul Got a seat up in the kingdom That's alright That's alright That's alright That's alright It could be alright Since my soul Got a seat up in the kingdom That's alright Oh hush little baby Don't you cry Your mother, she been born to die. Since my soul got a seat up in the kingdom, that's alright. That's alright. That's alright. That's alright. It could be alright. Since my soul got a seat up in the kingdom, that's alright. Ladder so long and tall You ain't got faith, you sure to fall Since my soul got a seat up in the kingdom That's alright Some say Peter, some say Paul Ain't but the one I made a song Since my soul got a seat up in the kingdom That's alright that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. It's gonna be all right since my soul got a seat up in the kingdom. a seat up in the kingdom, that's alright That's alright, oh that's alright That's alright, it could be alright Since my soul got a seat up in the kingdom, that's alright Since my soul got a seat up in the kingdom,
0: that's alright Jamie Stone performing live for us here in the KGNU Boulder studio. Boy, thanks so much for stopping by. We've been uh, talking about Jamie Stone's folk life, his uh, new CD, which is a wonderful. Uh, and to physically hold it and read the liner notes is so so worthwhile. Beautiful arrangements throughout, and uh, you're gonna be playing tomorrow night at the Wildflower Pavilion in lions and uh, we're going to actually give away a pair of tickets to that to the third caller here to the boulder studio when uh, this music starts up that number 303 442 again the boulder studio line 303 442 but uh thanks so much for stopping by jamie wonderful stuff you're thanks doing. for having yeah. me yeah.